0: such short notice you really help me out here and um what's our direction for the pod like do we want to go super negative or super positive because i'll I'll just match you either way
1: uh happy to be here i mean honestly it's just nice to hang out too it gives us an excuse to like properly hang out yeah actually
0: when i asked you this morning and you said you would just come by and do it I forgot that we could do that right like doing things in
1: person I was still thinking had to be zoom um, or like honestly the last thing I wanted to do today was like hop on zoom again yeah yeah true so, like and uh, avoiding zoom at any cost is is the move uh, in terms of energy I mean we we'll, we'll see we'll, the night is young
0: well okay then we'll, we'll just we'll take it as it goes. Why don't you start off by explaining, I guess, A, introduce yourself, and then, I mean, people ask me all the time, what is I'll Call You Tomorrow, so I'll <laughs> ask you what it is, you tell us.
1: Uh, okay, cool. My name is Rayland, or Ray Mendoza, for short. Um, I run I'll Call You Tomorrow, which the on-paper answer, I guess, is we're an art collective and brand which uh, we host events, come out with products, do a lot of community building stuff, but it essentially just serves as a platform to just kind of explore whatever me and my friends are into. And yeah, that's ICYT.
0: What was the very first event that you asked through? Or was there merch before physical
1: Um, events? Funny enough, like merch was always part of, like the original thing but when we first started we existed pretty much only within nightlife just because a lot of our friends and like the people on our team were like DJs and musicians and that just like was our specific lane and we still do that, do that now but it was like we do a lot more on top of that uh, these days but we threw a party at Black Dog in like I think it was like 2015 must have been around then and like honestly the like Shirt design is very different compared to what we're doing now. Um, honestly, I think we named it after a Kanye song, probably, because it's like 2015. And we were, it's Black Dog Basement, so it was a giant mosh pit, and we're like hucking t shirts from like behind the DJ booth. Um, fun night, but I was like, oh, like honestly, logistically it was a nightmare.
0: But it, it birthed something, right? Like that yeah, made yeah. all of this possible.
1: Um, Yeah, that was like kind of the night where we figured out like, oh, we kind of had something or like we cracked, I guess, a little bit of that formula of combining, we like to say it where it's like nightlife and experiences and hospitality on top of like fashion and art and photography and all the other kind of things that we intersect with.
0: And how many people
1: work with you on this? So our team, our core team is about eight to 10 people. Um, we fluctuate a little bit just cause it depends on the project and again, depends on, we kind of call them departments or arms that we kind of ha- exist within, whether it's like the clothing and the manufacturing and photography and content that goes with that on top of the more event-driven party stuff, um, as well as like you know fundraising, community awareness, social causes, um, and now, We also have Lola's Gift Shop, which is our kind of like convenience store retail initiative, um, which is like a whole kind of other extension of our platform, which is coming. uh, It's like it's been on hiatus for a little bit, but it's actually coming back pretty soon here. So, yeah, that's that's our team.
0: And was it like initially all those people or it grew, it shrunk a bit? too, right? It, like, it's there's... gone
1: through a, a, a bunch of different waves, like um, it's definitely, like, if anything we're growing right now but it's also just, you know, people come and go people change, and it depends on where we're all at, kind of creatively, and just also just with, like, business, right?
0: And then what? what's a bit of your background? Like, what, what led you to this? Um, what were you doing before? <laughs>
1: Honestly, I joke where, like, I can't – I don't know anything outside of, like, clothing and fashion and textiles and marketing where, like, I'm honestly built for this shit. Like, um, I study – It's good to be aware (laughs) of
0: that, that, like, to have that feeling is a good thing. Or in the sense
1: of just, like, I truly don't know anything outside of it. Um, Just because, like, I studied textiles uh, in school and university as well as marketing and then have always kind of worked around – like fashion marketing specifically, ended up uh, working a little bit in design, which is what I do now primarily. Um, And on top of that, I just always come from like a textiles and fashion and arts driven family. Like, I don't know if I've ever talked about this, but my grandparents were all like seamstresses, tailors, all that kind of stuff. Um, So yeah, that's honestly, I've been been around uh, clothing my whole life.
0: Were they like seamstresses, here
1: or um, elsewhere in the philippines mostly and then my like mom is now a retired jeweler who was working a lot like in canada
0: when when is the jewelry coming
1: <laughs> um that seems like it should have already happened it's I, I have a couple ideas for it let's just say it's on it's on the it's on the market calendar
0: what uh what else is in the the future um maybe I mean, not even like directly but just what some ideas like what do you predict to be next for the city because it's rare i mean i guess this is on the episode two but my intent is not to talk to just local people it just worked out that we're both here Kind of reporting from the same like adjacent industry, so yeah. What do you like predict for the city now that COVID is over? Quote unquote.
1: I'll say at least the fun part of ICYT is that like we've always been really strategic in not setting up hard parameters of like this is what we do and this is what we don't do kind of thing. So it lets us kind of play around with a bunch of different things. Um, really quickly I'll fire off like we're breaking out into like more food stuff um like we've done like kids clothing um, we're working on this is a little bit further down the road but we're currently developing like a vintage secondhand like sec- like home goods situation slash clothing uh initiative that we're working on but in greater terms for the city and just like maybe general market space like I don't know, like, if anything, I want to see a lot of more, like, combining different things. Like, I feel like during COVID, everyone played around, like, with the formula of, like, how to put things out, how to do an event, how to come out with, like, a new restaurant or do an event at a restaurant situation. But, like, I want to see more, like, more companies and more brands and more people just innovate that and find new and different and exciting formulas, if that makes sense
0: no it does like what what i in my opinion covid was a lot of uh, kind of the preliminary like innovative ideas but everyone was like fending for themselves so there wasn't that much like collaboration or like fusing of ideas it was like a brand or an initiative thought of a good idea but they kind of hoarded that for themselves and now like if I was to hope and predict kind of what would be happening in the future like as we come out of all this I think it'll be a lot more people like putting their ideas together like two good ideas is typically better than one good idea so hopefully there's more of that just in like all not even just, like, what you do or what we do. Like, everyone should gonna be coming together. Like, we weren't really allowed to be together for a long time, so we might as well be now before monkeypox takes <laughs> over.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, like, if anything, I know, like, community is, like, one big word that a lot of people just throw around, but not being able to, like, get together and, like, connect with people just really allowed us to all kind of, like, question, like, what does it actually mean to come together or work together or, like, uplift other people and kind of, like, I'm hoping that, like, if people, as COVID quote-unquote ends, like, that sentiment still stays of just, like, we're all kind of in this shit together and we might as well help each other out or, you know, a little bit more solidarity.
0: Yeah, I mean, I... I would hope for that too. It's hard. Like so many people, made claims over COVID. They were like, "Gonna be more compassionate people or whatever." And it's already kind of like, going out the window. So,
1: it's it's hard to play nice, man. As you know, as you know. Yeah, definitely. I
0: I agree for sure. Uh, and then what? Do you, you have any, like, events? I know you just announced a bunch of stuff, so you can probably talk about that.
1: Yeah, so we're, we're, we're doing a bunch of different things. Um, we just announced today at the time of recording, we're doing a little pop-up with New Standards at 9910 um, with their live show that they're presenting, um, and then we're going to be tacking on a little after-party on the Saturday at The Common. Um, and then at the same time, we're actually dropping a new graphic tee, which is based on Lehane, one of my favorite movies. Um, uh, we, I always try and sneak in kind of like a movie or like a music pop culture bootleg into one of each of our seasons. So that's the seasons, which I'm really into. Uh, and then on top of that, we're working on a bunch of different things, and it'll be uh, all rolling out pretty soon. How, how far
0: out like, are you planning? Like, you you're referencing like trying to sneak in one one pop culture reference each season. How far ahead are you scheming on this stuff?
1: Um, let's just say the GCal is very, uh, very, very diverse and very booked in. I come from at least like when it comes to work and product, like I'm from the school of thought where it's everything's four seasons in advance, which is two calendar years. So. I might not have the exact same graphic all pinned down, but I have a rough idea of like what ICYT hopefully will be coming out product-wise for at least four seasons. And then events, a little bit fluctuating, obviously, with like all the COVID stuff, but now that things are somewhat stabilized, we're about... You know, I try to be six to eight months at any given time, kind of just, like, planned out, roughly, with room to still be agile, and, you know, if something pops up that's fun, we just can jump on it.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask if there's, like, any wiggle room to, like, throw in, like, a something relative or something for, like, a cause that just kind of pops up.
1: Yeah, like, I'm honestly, like, we plan out a lot, but at the same time, like, things are always moving, and it's the added benefit of kind of working with your friends and doing what you love where it's like, oh, like, honestly, no one's going to tell me otherwise if I don't follow my plans outside of me. So if something comes across our inbox that we want to do and we can and we're in the position to do it, why not, you know? How do
0: you, uh, like, handle, you know, if there's, like, eight or ten of you on staff at ICYT, how do you guys not just murder each other like i'm the stress of like doing no fast alone is is quite overwhelming at times but then i'm also really grateful that it's up like if we do something doesn't hit that's on me and if it hits then it's on me too i don't have to go and like bounce ideas off that many people it just seems like really hectic to me like what a
1: I think it just comes down to actually how we organize our team. Um, this isn't—I mean, it's not secret by any means, but we—it's not like listed in like an IG bio. But I'm the only one that's full time on ICYT, and everyone on our team has kind of specific roles and like functions that they are on the team for, and that's kind of you know the world that they live in. So it actually makes things a lot quicker and faster where. I'm the only one kind of bouncing between maybe different departments, but when it comes down to, like, a game time decision, it's usually just me plus whatever relevant parties kind of that makes sense um, and just lets us take on multiple different things all at the same time.
0: And then I'm sure, like, probably everyone is multifaceted. Like, you you would have, like, your strengths, but then still be able to, like, help out or at least like chime in on other like projects and initiatives
1: totally and it's like even i mean like you know our crew but like a person like fab honestly is just like he's just the vibes guy and but he's good for anything right like yeah i'll hit him with like a spec design for like a shirt or a hat and be like yo would you wear this and that's a good kind of like heat check to see where i'm at regardless of it Ooh. and same time though if i throw him in a party and be like your set time is this to this. He's gonna take it over regardless, and you know.
0: When did Fab become like, the face of it <laughs> all? Like he's, he's he's a great like face <laughs> of something, but
1: was he always there? He was there from the start, and funny enough, like right from the start when we met each other, like and that was kind of the like origins of ICYT. It was always very clear where I'm like, oh, this guy just needs to be the face of it. Just because, like...
0: Yeah.
1: It's just... He's, he's a character, right? Like, he has the energy like no other. And, like... Also, he's just kind of enigmatic. And it just fit our brand, honestly. And he looks good in anything we put him in, you know?
0: Yeah, no, no. I agree. <laughs> he fits, like, very well. That, it, like, makes perfect sense. I wonder, actually... <laughs> Him and I always have great chats. He's probably like bummed he's not
1: here. <laughs> we can circle back and let's do like a like a two-on-one app, you know, honestly. Would be would be very fun.
0: Yeah, that that is actually an incredible idea. I gonna make note of that for sure. <laughs> what but he I mean, without like delving too far into his exact role is he he's just like kind of he brings the vibes or is he designing or he's just more of like a field tester of your designs um
1: definitely the vibes 10 out of 10 and then a lot of like his responsibilities will come under like a lot of the more events and hospitality stuff so he's usually headlining a lot of our parties so he's actually the main feature for the party this saturday um and then I guess, yeah, like, he's also on that list as just, yeah, kind of figuring out, like, test driving a lot of the things. He's, you know, he's our spec model for, like, sizing on a lot of different things. Um, and also, like, part of our crew and, like, a lot of his sensibilities and my sensibilities kind of serve just as, like, the baseline of, like, what we're into. And that kind of just informs the direction that we, that we take a lot of the times.
0: Right, that uh, way more like business minded than I've <laughs> it, ever been, that, but it's good. And, uh, yeah, it kind of makes my head hurt just to think about like that many responsibilities.
1: But yeah, the hard part is I don't know, maybe it's like the marketing background in me where it's like it's my head is always kind of operated like this. So. Yeah, okay,
0: <laughs> that actually may, like brings me to another point you always seem to be, like, on the go. Like, you're always busy and, like, on to the next thing. So do... What am I... Like, do you thrive off that? Or, like, do you just live under constant stress and Um, anxiety and just hide it well?
1: (laughs) A little bit of both, though. Like, I, I definitely enjoy being on the go, and especially during COVID, like... And like, honestly, if you didn't
0: on, have yeah. stuff on the go, would you be bored, like, like I I go, in, I go insane
1: stuff? when I'm not... Like, I took a day off, like, two, three days ago and stayed home and, like, didn't do anything. And, honestly, by the end of the day, I was, like, going nuts. And I went on, like, a run and had to just, like, get everything out. Like, I I thrive best under pressure and doing a hundred different things. Is Is that how you relax? Like, running? Um, honestly, like... <laughs> people always ask me like how I relax and the more I think about it, I just don't really. But like part of it is, yes, yeah, honestly, just trying to stay healthy, you know, working out, going to run. Lately I've been like boxing a lot. Um, but also just making time to like hang out with the fam, hang out with the crew. And like, since I work with a lot of, like most people on our crew are my best friends, like making sure we have time to hang out just as friends on some like work wives, healthy relationship boundary shit where we're not talking about emails, we're not talking about calendar invites, we're not talking about designs or events. It's just properly hanging out. Uh, that usually will make me feel a little bit less uh, on edge.
0: And you guys can actually pull that off? Because everyone, <laughs> I I try to, to say, like, you know, we're not going to talk about work, like, put the phones away, everything. It never... It like it almost works. Like it'll still be a good time. We're not like glued to our phones, but someone will have to look at something, and someone will let some business talk slip. It's always coming out in one way or another. I mean, I
1: think it's at least my approach to it is like if something comes up, let it come up naturally. Be like you know what if it's like what do you think of this on some work shit? This is kind of fucked up. This is crazy. Um, also, I don't know if I can swear, but sure. Um, but like letting it kind of just like like go away too at the same time. Like having the self awareness to be like, oh yeah, we're gonna talk about work for this hot second, but after that, we're gonna you know go back to properly just hanging out and being friends.
0: Yeah, yeah, you can swear, <laughs> and uh, I I
1: get the concept of that. I, I wish. I mean, it is, it's a lot harder in practice rather than in theory, right? What,
0: uh, what are some of the other backgrounds? Like, I mean, you don't have to go into like full specifics, but what were the other strengths of all the other people? Like when you decided we could all kind of join this conglomerate and all bring like different things to the table? Basically, a better question is, what what do you feel is maybe humbly a a weakness of yours that someone else on the team, like, picks up the
1: slack? Great question. Um, I mean, I'll say we've always been really fortunate to work with a lot of very talented photographers. Like, definitely you can see that in our content. As a brand, we thrive in, like, editorial and, like, lookbooks and campaigns. Sade is an amazing photographer. In terms of like portraiture and like the style that she brings to it. Um
0: and and she's been doing
1: more lately, right? Yeah. Um and honestly behind the scenes, like operations wise, like Shade kinda just makes my head make sense, kinda. Um like so she's definitely very, very talented, very hardworking. Was she around from the beginning? Not right from the inception, though she was always kind of just around our friend group. Like, she is just one of my closest friends. So she was... And, like, you were friends. (laughs) Totally. The whole time. Yeah. And, like, you know, she would be at our parties and, you know, she would be, like, in the scene kind of thing. Though she came on formally a little bit later on. And then even then, like, I mean, ICYT has gone through a bunch of different iterations. Like, I moved. I left Edmonton um, after university and then came back literally right before COVID hit. So we've kind of shifted gears quite a bit. And honestly, what we have going on now is a lot different compared to what we were doing, you know, come Black Dog Basement 2015. Um, But on top of that, I'll also say, like, Alfred is a really great illustrator, uh, DJ, musician, right? So And does he live there? Yep. Yeah. But he was
0: somewhere else. He
1: was uh, doing... Like, he's traveling a lot lately, and then he's also getting ready to go to Toronto for, like, a tattoo guest spot. So, he's tattooing also. So, we are, honestly, kind of true to form art collective. We kind of touch a lot of different mediums, and, yeah. Do you, uh, like, envision taking this on the road
0: ever? Like, not, maybe not moving away, but with all... Well, these people involved in your organization, like traveling or, or moving elsewhere to work, that would kind of open up for you to throw events like in Toronto, like if Alfred's living out there. if do you doubt of that?
1: Come up, or even a little bit behind the scenes, we're always trying to figure out, like, because we are getting more eyes on us outside of Edmonton, you know, like we see it on the web shop, we have orders coming in from like. Vancouver, Calgary, Toronto, the States, overseas, but, like, as that kind of increases, like, how do we give the same experience of, like, being at one of our parties and being in the community in Edmonton, how do we take that to Vancouver, who, or, like, to Toronto, to Calgary, to, you know, um, even New Zealand is one of the spots that we're, like, looking at, like, increasingly more things happening out there, Um, but it's, like, how do we bring that to them without the landmarks of not knowing what like the common or black dog or, you know, all the other spots are. Right. Um, So, and essentially one of the answers that we keep coming up on is like, I guess we got to take the crew and go on tour, whether that's a tour of events, pop-up trunks, shows and stuff like that. Yeah. We'll see.
0: Pretty commendable dude though, that you guys would be aware of that. And admit it, because a a lot of people would think, like, you know, we're on to something in our own city. Like, we're popping a little bit with what we're doing. Let's do it everywhere. You know, some people have, like... And it's, it's great to have ambitions, for sure. But some people just wouldn't, like, think about it like that and more think of, like, what could go wrong instead of what could go right. Like, that impresses me, but... Not, not the approach that like most people would take, I don't think. But I'm,
1: I'm definitely cautiously optimistic, despite what appearances look like. I mean, you'll definitely relate where a lot of people think we might be a little scarier than what we look like or unapproachable. But I'm very excited and always very have held this city to like a very romantic regard. I guess of, I love this community. And if anything, as we get more eyes on us and increased, you know, we do kind of scale up, I'm always kind of like, how do we bring that spirit to everywhere else that we kind of like uh, interact with?
0: Yeah, that would be definitely a hard thing to navigate. And now I'm just thinking about other brands that I've seen like do events and stuff and then be successful. Other places, it's pretty crazy concept really to it's it's because if it works here who's to say it'll work anywhere else yeah
1: or it's really interesting the more I think about it being like or like how do we take that spirit and like that again community aspect but make it in a way that's like universally like relatable um just because like honestly no one (laughs) I don't think anyone in I don't know like let's say the UK which is where we shipped off something recently um is going to be repping, like, an Edmonton shirt, like, and outside of thinking it looks cool, but, like... Yeah,
0: actually, you know what? That that brings up another good question to me. What, like, I don't, I, I love Edmonton. I, I love being a part of this. I'm really proud of other people who have made it for me, but I, I feel that we are gonna kind of be looked down on for the rest of eternity. (laughs) For any sports, art, music, like it doesn't matter what, it's just no one really uh, like will ever mention us. And, And the big things that have come out of here, I feel aren't associated with here at all. And then no one corrects them. You know, like Haven is huge. People always call it Vancouver-based retail, John, <laughs> and they would never correct you. Back to Marco, Montreal, Vancouver, maybe. Never Edmonton. he would never correct anyone. Gravity Pope, mm-hmm. I think, fine with everyone thinking they're a Vancouver thing.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's it's really funny and interesting of, like, how deep Edmonton's root, like, roots truly go, even just within fashion and retail. Like, the fact that Errolson Hugh is like, he wasn't born here, but he spent a lot of time growing up here, and he's arguably the best, for what he does in that specific lane, one of the best designers in menswear yeah, or in that space. And I've, like, he'll joke about Edmonton, but he's, it's not like he's ever going to say Edmontonian designer. But yeah. <laughs> At the same time though, like it's, it kind of comes down. I always think like it's Edmonton's a hard sell, you know, it's not as marketable as like a Vancouver. It's not as marketable as like a Toronto, LA, New York, whatever. Like, or if this was the U S where like, no one's going to say the, I don't know, Montana based hype, multi hyphenate, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) So it's just, it's a harder sentence to even put out. Like, as a byline in a magazine, it's probably not going to get as much clicks. But at the same time, I kind of just lean into it. And, like, it's, we kind of exist in this space where there's not a lot of people doing what we do, where we're from, and outwardly, you know, not really shy away from it. So it just lets us kind of, it lets us exist in a space that's a little less saturated and a little less cluttered, I think. Which I always, I always try and find that optimism in it.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I try to find it, too. I always think, like, you know, something like what I'm doing would have never even got 5% of the momentum it got here, like, in a big city. So we are, like, there's an advantage to not having that much competition. Oh, and yeah. then how, how do you feel about, like, our, our local, you know, like, say, you know, a local patron, someone who's down to show up local, do they, like, do you think they're proud of an Edmonton thing? Or in the back of their mind, do they think less of it because where it's from?
1: Mm, I mean, part of me is always going to say like, good product is good product is good product. And the work will show it in itself, regardless of whatever it is. Um, Edmonton specifically as an additional layer on that though like one thing I genuinely unpassionately love about our community is that we are very genuine and support each other um, honestly to a fault whether it's good or bad yeah yeah um, and that is kind of a glass ceiling in itself but um, I guess even to further triple down on the question it's just kind of like if it's good and it's local, that's just a big plus. But if not, honestly, people will support it. And again, that kind of comes down to like how saturated this space might, may or may not be,
0: you know? What's, a, like what's one, one good thing you would say about the Edmonton customer? Or like, fan, like just the, the local fan of ICYT, <laughs> What
1: What's one good thing about them? I think honestly as someone that's left Edmonton for a number of years and that's come back I've really witnessed and honestly had my faith restored a little bit of like how much the Edmonton consumer or just person in the in the community whatever you want to call it in the art scene they've grown and have come to accept new ideas a lot quicker and are like honestly looking for that new angle and new experience a lot more than they were maybe five years ago. Like, I remember the idea of us throwing pop-up, like, pop-up shops and parties and doing all these different things. Years ago, people were like, what's a pop-up? Or like, what do you mean your guys are selling a shirt at, like, a DJ set? Which is, like, it's not a revolutionary idea by any means. But, like, just no one at least in our very specific demo and niche was doing it. So there was no point of reference, right? Like there was nothing to kind of even like clock it and figure out, oh, this is like this, this is what I'm gonna expect. Whereas now, you know, if we announce we're throwing a party and doing a t-shirt drop and then maybe also gonna do like an additional thing on top of that or like a food activation or something, like people are are like accepting of it and are just like genuinely excited to like come out and support. So, ooh, and I'll also add on like as like. Don't want to like, you know, this is your pod. Don't want to come in too too much or like butter the spoon too much. But like honestly, I still owe, or I always tell this like you were still one of the first people too to like given me that point of reference like I still remember coming to the studio like I don't want to age both of ourselves like as a kid (laughs) (laughs) and being like oh yo this is like genuinely really cool and it exists in its own lane and it's bringing all these different looks to the community and to the market space like and like I still remember you still told like on some manufacturing shit told me where to get some of our first shirts printed like so, like, there's definitely a through line always from Nowhere Fast to ICYT, and as we both tackle a bunch of different new things.
0: Well, that, Thank you. That, that's <laughs> a like, huge no, compliment. But uh,
1: now, oh, okay, yeah.
0: So, do you think that our, like, uh, let's say Vancouver potential customer, potential fan of, of something like what you guys have built? do you think they're a bit more like jaded and standoffish and not like as open-minded to see something new and then here it's way way less overdone just because like you're saying a lot of these ideas haven't been done before so i always wonder i'm trying to like piece together this train of thought but i feel people here just aren't as bitter maybe not that Like everyone in van is bitter it's just (laughs) in bigger cities they've like seen everything so they're you know maybe not gonna go out to the certain party because they've seen it done in -hmm. that way before but here everything's a bit a bit more new a bit like newer to them at least so i wonder if that's good or bad because like you know somewhere else someone might be a bit more jaded, but then that also makes them a bit more, like, discerning and, like, in a good way, judgmental of what's happening. And then here, I feel people are more enthusiastic, but that could be seen as a bad thing. Because, like, you are saying, maybe they're supporting Logo to a fault, like, just Mm -hmm. because it's Logo.
1: It doesn't mean it. it. This is, like, the crux of, honestly, I know, like, we've talked about this at length, but, like... I feel like my brain is always trying to like deconstruct this like giant Rubik's Cube of like Edmonton, Vancouver mentality kind of thing of like, like Edmonton is really easy to get to the cutting edge of whatever it is that you're doing. And also just like you have the added benefit of like the community is very supportive and very genuine about it, which is honestly hard to find in any of this, like even any of the Canadian cities that I've spent time in. Um, the hard part though is since a lot of the times when you're putting stuff out it is the first or like is on the cutting edge or there's no point of reference of stuff coming before it it's not as or it can be not as dialed in or not as refined or as um, just easily or better put together they polish yeah essentially yeah polished so like if it was a bigger city whether it's Vancouver Toronto wherever New York LA um they'll have all this rich cultural history in any scene being like, oh, these people did this and that and that. Like, you can see the formulas that work and the type of stuff that works, whereas here, we actually don't have that rubric to go off of. So it's, it's both. It's good and bad. Um, I like being part of, like, you know, kind of the trying out new ideas and just figuring out stuff, but at the same time, I've definitely been in the situation of being like, shit, I wish I had, like, a blueprint to work off of.
0: What, what's one one bad thing like what what's one thing you wish a local supporter would do mm,
1: I wish I mean without having to like get really negative if anything like honestly I want like I thrive in competition I like having a a really high pace and like even one thing I saw spending time in Vancouver and in Toronto most recently it's like the amount of local brands and local in the sense of a million and one different scales, like I, that to me is motivating and that to me is like energizing. And if we had that a little bit more in Edmonton, I feel like, honestly, like it would bring out a lot more different kind of different, um, like whether it's more different, uh, diversity in terms of design or food or whatever, or art, photography styles, like, Having more competition does breed innovation, you know.
0: Yeah, definitely. That I mean, it's funny of this, I asked positive <laughs> or negative. But this is all way more positive than it could have been. So I'm proud of both of us. We're
1: feeling good today. We're feeling good today. But yeah, that
0: that is a very good point. there, I feel the same way too. It, it's like uh, I mean, if you want to consider what we are as a skate job. A lot of skate shops like everywhere around the world just don't get along with other skate shops. Like, you know, there's two skate shops in a town and they have beef and they put stickers on each other's doors and it's all fun but they like in my head I always think like why doesn't everyone just get along? Like you know, for each of us to like build our own fan base we're just gonna pushing the sport of skating and if someone gets into skateboarding through them and then decides they want to shop here instead they've just created a customer for me like i i agree competition is not only healthy like it's almost necessary totally. like, and it like helps everything grow so i get like i mean it, i still think it's crazy there aren't more companies trying to do bits and pieces of of what and not to say like what either of us have done is incredible i just mean it's not that hard to print (laughs) print a logo on a hat or something it's it's weird that more kids don't do it but then also whenever kids are in here and ask me like tell me they have an idea and they want to start a brand i always say like i'm i'm not kidding like don't like (laughs) Not because I'm trying to gatekeep or anything. It's like just don't like save yourself the stress. Mm -hmm. Just uh, have money in your bank account and get married instead. Like, (laughs) I mean, I I love doing all this, but it's like it's not something I would wish on everyone. And I really not that I think I'm like some warrior or anything, but I don't know if the average person could like deal with the like stress and the overhead and the anxiety of of doing something like what I've done or what you've done like
1: it's oh yeah honestly 100% like I have this type of convo both with myself and just on our team quite a bit where it's like not everyone is built for like running their own business being self-employed being a freelance person it looks very glamorous on Instagram and just from the outside looking in but The reality of it is being like, cool, I have to move this X amount of product or get this much amount of revenue in a certain amount of time, unless, or I just don't pay my rent, and you know, like, or shit just doesn't get paid. And on top of that, you have no one else to really lean on or figure out being like, how is shit gonna get paid? Um, And you just have to be okay with that uncertainty, and at the same time, have a little bit of that, like, kind of like, I always almost call it like cockiness. It's a trust in your vision and just know that you'll figure it out. Um, and that's the trade off, right. Of being, of doing like doing your own thing. Um, but to go back on that too, like it's been really interesting to see how as ICYT kind of grown over the past couple of years and, honestly in scale a lot of people think we're a lot bigger than we actually are because in reality it's just oh, a that, small that's office. a serious <laughs> topic we should yeah. we could get it on like
0: people talk to me about nowhere fast like as if i've conquered the yeah, world i'm like, I'm, like <laughs> I'm gonna be in debt for the rest of my life like this. i'm just trying I'm, to sell
1: these snapbacks out of a store I haven't <laughs> since
0: 2019 like Yeah, people. the The perception that's actually Mm -hmm. I would almost forgot
1: to talk about that. To come back, it's like on the, like I'm now in the position a decent amount of times where it's just like people look to me for advice on like where to guide them. Almost in the same sense of I remember asking you all these like weird questions, like when I was like younger, and obviously you want to try and be polite and be nice and kind of like give them that right, you know. The guidance that you can probably best give them in that moment but at the same time I've always been fortunate because of my background and like my upbringing being like if you're gonna do this shit you have to take it seriously and you have to like really fucking want it and you have to work not on some Kim Kardashian shit but like you just gotta do it and you gotta make shit happen and honestly a lot of people do think it's a lot more glamorous than it actually is because the reality of it is like you're going into debt and just being broke, or literally right before this, we were joking about my car getting declined at Rosewood. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Let me pivot back before I forget. When, like, you're talking about people uh, asking advice or, like, asking you questions about what you do pretending to what they may do, do you open, or, like, are you open to that questioning, or do you... get annoyed when people ask you it's
1: never a hard no like the DMs are always open though it is always subject to like whatever it is that we're all doing day to day right like as much as I would love to answer every little thing that comes into our inbox at the moment it comes in it's just like if it's going to sit there for three, four days to a week to a month to a year, or I just, I'm, I don't have the capacity to give them what they need in that moment. Yeah. They're going to get what, like it is what it is. Right. Um, and honestly, I do even recognize being on the other side of that when I was younger and maybe a little less experienced. And honestly, shit like this still happens to me in my day to day where you're even reaching out to someone that you think is like steps above you and yeah. being like, hi, my name is Raylan, and like I run this small very niche local brand and art collective in the city. Would you ever want to work together? Like I I try to make time for it and I'm never not above it, though it is always subject to capacity.
0: See, I I always find that I'm in a funny funny spot because I I also I like answering those questions. Sometimes there's too many, like I agree, you can't get to everyone, but I'm weird because if if too many people ask me that stuff, I I would never be rude to them, but you know, I'll go home and complain to Sarah, like I can't believe three kids like ask me where we make our hoodies because they want to make the exact same ones, but then if the next week no one asks me, then and you're
1: like yo am I falling off yeah
0: it's like that thing where like I always do this too that I'm like oh so and so never invited us to this party and Sarah's like you wouldn't have gone and I'm like yeah I know but I wanted to be invited
1: or you want to see the DM come in and be like you know where did you get this? Yeah, exactly. What do you think of this design? If no
0: one's asking, I feel like then I'm irrelevant. And if too many people (laughs) are asking, then I'm like, I'm just trying to watch succession. It's a hard
1: hard battle to win because there is no winning, right? Um, But if anything, I just try to be grateful of just the person on the other end thinking that I'm like, not an authority on it, but like my opinion holds some sort of weight because... Honestly, most of the time, and I'm sure you can attest to this, I'm just trying to figure shit out as it happens. and Yeah, you know, for sure. And I, it's, I, I mean, no
0: it's super, doing. it's important to answer. Like, you were saying, you know, you asked me when, when we were both younger, and now you're here doing your thing, and that it's awesome to be able to say, like, I mean, I'm sure you would have done it without any of my advice, but it's cool to, like, know... That I gave you the advice I could back then, and then you took it to where it is now. So, totally. Yeah, like, and I, I honestly, know, the like, least
1: I can do is just pay it forward. Yeah, and, exactly.
0: You know? And, like, actually, sometimes, a lot of the time, you end up like meeting interesting people through that type of thing. Like, oh, yeah. Kids ask me all the time how to make zines. And I'll I'll tell them I'll walk them through it like I'm pretty bored most nights (laughs) so I'll like step by step and they end up making a zine that's like better than any zine I've ever made. It's like they completely lapped like the teacher. Which is awesome. Like that's what you mean to the world, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Like you wanna what like leave leave the world a better place than when you found it no one's doing it but in theory if everyone <laughs> or, did it
1: like we can't even get on our like old head shit and just be like you know we're doing this uh, or it's easy to get trapped in that box i should say um though every now and then i'll get caught off guard of just like the really cool and exciting shit where like the younger people just a couple years younger than us are doing because um, like It'll it'll just come across my timeline and I'm like oh damn this is dope like
0: oh I know for sure I like like,
1: if I could do that at that age like oh this person's gonna go like they better be going far I wish it happened
0: more Mm -hmm. but yeah I I see stuff every once in a while that like just completely blows me away and it's like how did how did this eighteen year old kid (laughs) think of
1: this like I'm getting schooled yeah Mm -hmm.
0: like they're definitely destined for something and then hopefully they are but everything moves too fast nowadays too like i've seen a couple kids like want to start something and have great ideas and it's already like come and gone
1: (laughs) or it's always interesting to be on the other side of it or just being like maybe you do give them that advice or just even as like a literally a quick referral to something else Like, yeah, here's this email list, how to get into a venue, how to host an event, whatever. And then next thing you know, they're, like, more popping than me. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, they made that look easy, and I'm, like, grinding every night, can't sleep, sending emails till 5 in the morning.
0: Yeah, I I wonder, like, when when I'm, like, finally willing to admit that I'm, like, just old and, like, I don't (laughs) do this anymore, what is going to be, like... You know, who's going to, like, carry the torch almost? Like, how am I going to sleep better at night knowing these people? I mean,
1: if anything, there's always going to be, I should say, or, like, the city and the community, and, like, I, like it'll always provide. And if anything, I, not to get too overly eager and optimistic, because usually, honestly, we skew towards not being that. Like, something new and popping is always going to come up for better or for worse, right? Like, if anything, as much as there's a straight line from, like, what you do and what Nowhere Fast stands for to me, even a little bit before that, there's still even, like, a line um, going further to, like, the Haven guys or even just Justin and Foosh and his whole team. Oh, yeah. Like, there's definitely, you can see the direct inspiration and how ICYT operates to all the connections between Foosh, Common, 9910, Foos, Bamboo ballroom and kind of what they've built out and brought to the city, right? Like, you know, if anything, we're still just trying to iterate and find our angle in that whole ecosystem.
0: I always wonder when when I stress about like, you know, is this a good idea or whatever I'm stressing about. I wonder if they used to stress about the same things. Probably. Like, did Justin used to like (laughs) lose his mind over like? t-shirts
1: or i'll i'll always catch myself if i'm going back and forth for like a design or just like if i'm like ah this just isn't quite dialed in or how do i roll this out i'll like a good way to kind of like bring myself back to earth is just kind of like there's probably someone in the city who will see this and come like will interact with it and not even be cognizant of like is this a good hat or because they're probably wearing fucking Amiri jeans or, like, I don't know, like, <laughs> something equally as torched, right? Like, and that, I'm like, yeah, honestly, it doesn't, like, in the grand scheme of things, it really doesn't matter as long as I feel happy with it and our team feels happy about it and someone else can find some sort of meaning in it. What? This sort of relates, I guess. Mm-hmm.
0: I feel the kids here, or the adults like that, the demographic for either of us, like they're a bit different demographics, but still, I think everyone is a little confused. You know, like they just don't know exactly who to like take, inst- even, even if they're directly biting someone, I feel they don't know who, they're like sprinkling in a bit of this youtuber and then like a bit of this (laughs) yeah the tiktok yeah it's just like like a um, i would you know if, if i was to answer the question what what's one thing i would ask of like a local supporter it's just i feel a lot of people here really look up to people who have nothing to do with the city you know so it's like a great person to emulate maybe but they're like really building their entire identity off this, like, New York gallerist or something. And I just wish they would more, like, pay attention to what's happening a bit closer to them and building something here based on something from here that gives back to here, not just, like, copying... Yeah, like Virgil or something like, <laughs> or Ever- Playboy Cardi or someone
1: else. Yeah, like,
0: just like. the yeah. I mean, Virgil School, Playboy Cardi School, like I mean, they're all
1: cool, but it's just like, <laughs> I I do catch, or at least to try and add further context to that, I'll like I'll I know or I see I'll interact with people being like, oh, I can tell which rapper of the week that they are based their whole existence on. Yeah. At this time and place. I mean, that's good. I'll, honestly, I probably did the same thing when I was young. But it just felt a little bit different, you know? Like, it doesn't feel as one for one. or It, it could be more subtle. Maybe, yeah, we're just getting old. I mean,
0: everyone's <laughs> got to take ideas from people. That's, mm-hmm. like, how most good ideas get but flashed out. To be,
1: I guess to go back on your point of, like, picking up on things in their scene and, like, what's, like, maybe subcultural or just not easily found here – I do wish that, like, maybe as Edmonton is gentrifying and is getting a little bit more developed, we all kind of choose our, like, top five and, like, you know, champions of whatever sector is in the city. Though I do wish that, like, like the local consumer, for lack of better words, is, like, would still want to deep dive and find some other shit that's maybe not as popping, you know? Like, I remember... Uh, me coming back to Edmonton I had a dinner at auto for the first time like a month or two ago and it was great I loved it and I didn't even know it existed just because it wasn't on my radar because I get in this whole thing of just walking the same four square blocks in downtown you know or I talk about it a lot where we, our office is kind of bordering Boyle Street and Chinatown. And a lot of my like local family owned spots are that I lo- love frequenting are all around there. Yet it's not as trendy, maybe, to like put it on like an IG post, right?
0: Yeah, there are a ton of kind of hidden gems. And I guess it, like, that goes for like inspiration or just like food or anything logo like i feel kids want things like handed to them too easy these days so they aren't digging for anything that's outside of the exact journey they're on like you're saying you go on the same four blocks i feel a lot of kids in the city kind of do the same thing where if it's not it's not something directly like in front of them then they aren't gonna like make the effort to learn about it or like i mean there's probably so many kids coming in the city that don't even like really know the history behind something like foosh like they might know it's there and it's on white ave and to them like for all they know it opened during COVID or I
1: mean that's just indicative of the times where like when we were coming up it's literally just a necessity of life of just having to go deep dive into everything of like you know I still remember the time if I wanted a cool I don't know sneaker drop or a new t-shirt or a brand that wasn't in the city I'm literally burning down doors and asking like on chat rooms who can proxy this from like Japan for me or some shit like that whereas like here everything is readily accessible which is great because then I can if I wanted some some subcultural shit I can get it to my house in a week but at the same time like it's almost outdated to have to go deep dive or long form on some things you know um and I mean that's just I guess like a product of the algorithm and the life we live now true you you seem to have like
0: a a better coping mechanism (laughs) like this type of stuff sort of... It doesn't drive me crazy, but it kind of annoys me, and it seems like you've really learned how to, like, take it more with a grain of salt.
1: If anything, I just... I'm very fortunate and blessed to have the whole, like, built-in thing in my head where it just doesn't... If it starts to trouble me, I'm just like, yo, yeah, I'm just going to put the phone down. Like, it's... Or I, I just got to, like, distance myself a little bit enough. Or it doesn't actually, like like very fortunate enough that I don't have like I'm on Instagram way too much but it's never hitting my mental health too much you know it doesn't negatively impact me or I can still laugh at shit too which is fun
0: what's your
1: screen time look like let's duel right now because my screen time is insane
0: I think I got an alert this morning that said I was down
1: (laughs) to eight and a half hours all right I will I'm gonna out myself right now I'm down almost 10%, and my daily average is 10 hours and 30 minutes.
0: See, that's crazy, because I, um, like, usually in the morning, while I'm having coffee or whatever, uh, if I'm not, like, if Sarah's out of her run or whatever, I'll watch some, like, feel-good, like, curb your enthusiasm or something on my phone, and then that to the screen time oh yeah right so if i'm like maybe an hour half an hour that adds to it and i'm eight and a half with that hour hour and a half and you don't watch much tv right i was gonna say like ten and a half fully
1: of raw dog in the timeline man (laughs) and like honestly part of me would say oh yeah bulk of that is just like Market research, going back and forth on designs, yeah. answering emails. And, yeah, that's definitely part of it. But, honestly, the other half and big chunk of that is probably just scrolling through Instagram, like, barbecuing my eyeballs at this point. But even and that, that
0: technically is market research. It's all, right? all
1: kind of, you know, Rolodexing in the head, you know, like, tucking away different designs in the folds of my brain type shit. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, we're we, –
0: as a society, complain a lot about screen time and phones and stuff, but I like I don't know I I think we're it's a burden in a lot of ways, but we're super lucky in a lot of ways too. Like we have every image that could ever exist oh, just yeah. in or our like,
1: hands. <laughs> like the levels of accessibility, like even like I'll catch myself thinking about like the logistics of what goes into coming out with clothing, whether it is just a T-shirt or if it's just a hat or something as more specialized as, like, home goods or, like, ceramics or anything like that. Like, if it's designed here, going back and forth to, like, collaborative partners in different parts of Canada to, you know, manufacturing overseas to rolling it out at different touch points throughout retailers, like, it's truly insane. And, like... (laughs) The fact that, like, technically a small business off of that running off of, like, the fucking laptop I bought in university, like, is still somewhat working. I'm like, shit, okay. Like, there's some, like, it's truly a wild, wild time to be alive.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It,
1: uh, you know what?
0: We, uh, we're at an hour. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that's good, unless you have anything pertinent to say. I don't think that needs any editing. I I think I'm that's just I'm a cohesive it. chat about a bunch of random stuff. But still, I'm 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 excited. About anything
1: that. it it leaves a little bit more to be desired for a round two. If well, yeah, when
0: when we bring Fab in, <laughs> we we'll, we can do uh, like a four hour, that's, but half a behind the paywall. That's
1: when we do the Joe Rogan five hour special. Yeah, just, hopefully I, I get one where I can do And it's you just TV pulling that. up random photos for me and Fab to react to. <laughs> that actually we should
0: make that a separate like YouTube, just Fab reacting. <laughs> what uh where can people find you on the internet?
1: Uh the easiest is just Instagram, and, uh I'll call you tomorrow. You can find all our stuff down there, as well as just I'll call and it's just all all on there.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you. I'm uh, I'm off to watch the Oilers game. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate that. Thank you.